0: i'm talking to junior right and i'm telling him don't google him like i've told okay so i invite junior in you know i make breakfast he wanted waffles he gets waffles he's eating and i'm telling him everything from the beginning i tell him about his dad i tell him about how we got started and you know usually i wouldn't usually i'd keep it all secret but he saw this kiss and he knows like he there's he doesn't know specifics but he knows that we were together um he knew that we were together before i knew that he knew we were together so this isn't a shock to him there are times when he tells me to stop because he doesn't want to hear the details but he asks, so i'm gonna give it to him i don't tell him about anthony though that's that's between us and that's i don't he doesn't need to know that it's not germane to this conversation. Um, really this is about, I don't know, it's about me and it's about Amir. I tell him about Tommy. I tell him about, um, freaking James, his dad, Roxanne, Amir. And when I tell him about Amir, he pulls out his phone and he it's like, I'm gonna look this dude up right now. I need to, I need to see how much money he's got. And I'm like, oh gosh. So he does. And I'm hoping like, maybe if I just like try to change or move along with the conversation, he'll forget, but he hasn't forgotten and he's looking it up. And, you know, he's punching, you know, a search into his phone and like a few seconds later, his eyes bug out and his mouth drops open. I really don't want to know. I don't want to know. But he's planted a little seed of curiosity. And he says, Do you want to know? And I'm like, uh, no. And he says, Okay. And he puts his phone down. I continue on with my sentence, and then I just say, More than 500 million," And he looks at me, he says, Way more. A billion, I say. He says more. I say, you know, I don't want to know. I don't want to know, um, and I move on along with the conversation. Once I'm done, I mean, it's over between us. It's over. Like he made that perfectly, perfectly clear. Even though he still calls me, at least I think it's him that calls me. He said, forget about me, and I'm trying to. and I tell junior everything it's funny it's funny i spend so much time at work that's another that's another thing i tell him about what's going on at work right now and i spend so much time at work so so much time being <laughs> the boss it's funny because it's like man is this how james feels is this how james felt like i really feel like you know my team looks at me like like i got my shit together and i don't i'm just i'm I'm the same lost little kid that left his hometown for survival and to be free and I'm still that same kid. I just have better tools. It doesn't really matter, I guess I mean, whatever happens with work happens with work, but I start to think like... If I, if I get fired, where will I be? Where will I go? I don't have, I don't have, I don't, I don't have an education. I barely finished high school. I can't afford to live out here. Not for long. What am I going to do? I start to get a little anxiety over it. But at the same time, I managed to maintain my sanity at this job. When things got competitive with sales, the only way, the only thing that pushed me through it was pretending like I didn't want it. That's the only way. But now that I financially feel like I need it and I like what I do and I want to be there, the more losing it scares me. Anyway, we're talking... um, I tell Junior everything, and he grows quiet, and I'm looking at him, and he looks so badass. Like, he's so mature now, and he's so, like, clean-cut and put together, yet he still has, like, that, just a little flicker of danger underneath him. I love it. I love it. I fucking love it. And I kind of settle up next to him, and I give him a kiss on the cheek. And he looks at me, those full lips, and I lean in again. And I give him another kiss. And we begin to make out. And he stops me. And he says, I can't. And I said, what do you mean? And he says, I'm seeing somebody. Somehow. Somehow I knew that. I knew it. Me and Junior, like I always say, have an understanding. And I say, is it serious? And he laughs. He says, yeah, it's serious. And I say, guy or girl? And he laughs and he's like, it's a girl, you idiot. And I'm like, hey, well, you never know. And he said, yeah, I guess that's true and then there's a pause and I know what he's about to say before he says it I wasn't expecting it but he says we're having a baby I know I say I mean I listen I say congratulations I act excited but I feel like I felt I feel like I felt when oh my god I feel like I felt when James told me that he was getting a promotion and leaving me. I felt like I was losing my security blanket, which was stupid because there was never really anything between Junior and I. I am happy for him. I am. I really am happy for him. I'm happy with his progress, but I'm selfish. I'm really selfish. And he leans in, and he gives me another kiss on the lips. And he just smiles, and he says, you are a good kisser, though. I'm hoping that he doesn't see the, my sadness, but I can never hide anything from him. And he looks at me, just gently turning my face to look at him. And he says, you know, what you're going through right now is something that you're just going to have to go through. You've been running a long time, and you have to fix it. And you can't keep running to guys like me, or my dad, or this Amir guy, or James, or any of these other guys. Dick will not fix what's broken inside you. You got to fix it. I know he's right. I know he's right. I know Junior's right. Like, I know he's right. But I was still in a sulking mood, so I decided I was going to work from home and sulk and pull out a bunch of random junk food and have myself a little party while I work. And I'm going and checking my sales team numbers, see how they're doing. I actually can check the club cameras while I'm at home. It actually feels a lot like being in the club. Um, but I don't really like to do that. It seems kind of creepy to be at home watching my t- watching my, my team from my phone. Um, but anyway, so I'm at home. I'm chilling. I'm working. I'm eating my feelings. And my doorbell rings. I answer it, and it's James. And he's just like, "Hey, I'm like, what's up?" He's like, "Well, can I come in?" I don't say anything. I just walk back to where I was working. He's like, "Okay," <laughs> closes the door behind them, comes, sits next to me, and he's like, "I understand that you're upset." And I look up. I'm trying my hardest not to get emotional, not to show him how hurt I am, and I'm like, What makes you think that I'm upset? He's like, Listen, I have to do what I have to do. and I was like, I know, and I know I know he has to do what he has to do, but here's the thing. <laughs> I had sex with James and James knows I had sex with Michael and James knows I have, I've had sex with Miguel. You know, I feel dirty. I feel like a slut and not the good kind. I feel like, a I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like such a a piece of trash discarded, used, and not looked after. And James asked me, you know, in situations like these, sometimes you don't think that you said something or done something that can be perceived. And I said, James, I don't have any sort of anything with this guy. I'm not attracted to this man. I don't talk sex with this guy. I, everything that I say to him is professional. And just between you and me, like you and me, (laughs) not James and me, you and me, this guy is not my type. And when I say he's not my type, I'm not talking about sexual attraction. I'm talking about, I can see how messy and dangerous this guy is from a mile away. And part of the reason why, part of the reason why I don't even like, why I don't, part of the reason why it was James Part of the reason why it was Michael, part of the reason why it was Miguel is because these men don't talk. Now, this guy that's accusing me, he's a talker. He's so freaking messy. I wouldn't touch this guy with a 10-foot pole, but here we are. And I said, James, I know how this goes. I know how it works out. You know, I've been doing, I've been selling for this, I've been working at this company for a very long time. I've seen people come and go. I've seen great people come and go. I've seen them, the company use them and make a ton of money out of them. And when they start to slip up, when they start to crack, because they feel like the pressure is so high, they feel like, and you know what this feels like, James, the pressure is so high, you feel like you can't take a break. Because if you do, you might be out. And so what do you do? You work and you work And you sacrifice. And everybody tells you how amazing and wonderful you are. But the second you show a little crack, you're finished. Oh, no, no, no. No, you upper management, you'll come in and you'll say, what can we do to support you? Do you think if I knew how I could get some freaking support that I wouldn't have done it for myself? I do everything for myself. What do you do? You use what I do for you in your career because I make you look good. You use my body. You believe somebody that doesn't even know me, that doesn't know you. You believe the worst that everybody else says. You abandon me. Just like everybody else so why are you here he's silent for a long period of time and then he says it's not that I don't believe you what am I supposed to do you think I haven't been fighting for you but what am I supposed what am I supposed to tell them what am I supposed to tell them hey I fucked this guy I know he's a good person You really don't get it. You've been doing this job for, what, a year? I've been doing this job a lot longer than that. I say, James, you can go. He said, no, you don't get it. I understand the pressure. I didn't come here. I didn't come here to see how you were doing. I came here to see Mr. Brooks. Can I see him? I can hear Junior in my head. Dick will not fix it. But it can numb the pain. At least for a little while. Feels like an eternity since I've touched James. And honestly, looking at him now, his look has changed so much from when I first used to know him. He almost seems like a different person. More rugged. Not quite as chiseled as before, which I like. There's just a touch more softness to his body. I know I shouldn't have done it but I take his hand and I just hold it for a while almost like almost like I can feel his I can feel the weight that he's been carrying and I just hold it against my cheek and then I kiss it and then before you know it we're making out it's slow to start but I can feel James urging me to take over. I can feel him begging me to take control. I get his buttons undone, revealing that massive, massive frame of his, and then his pants. And I just stand there and I look at him for a while, surveying his body, seeing what's changed, what's new. It's not like he's letting himself go. It's more like he's relaxed. Not as uptight as he used to be. Not as regimented as he used to be. I come up from behind him, and I grab him from behind, and I kiss his neck, And I can feel his body vibrating. I hold him up as he gets weak at the knees. And then I pick him up. I carry him over my shoulder into the bedroom. I slap him on the ass and toss him onto the bed. He sits up to kiss me, but I push him back. Angling his ass into the air. (laughs) This hasn't changed. And I spread him open and I put my face in. He's just as sweet and warm as I remember him. His moans are just as perfect and powerful. And I kiss him up his back, over his shoulders, around his neck. He's eager, and he's taken off my pants. I'm not hard yet, which is almost like a first for me with him. And he gets his mouth around it, and he's almost in a rush. So I have to control his motion so that he's not going too fast. And as he works me in his mouth, he gets me hard. And I begin to fuck his face deeper and he's starting to gag and I'm relentless. Just the way he likes it. He is rock hard and dripping pre-cum. Each time he gags, his cock is bouncing. I pull off of him, holding him by his hair and looking down at him, and he looks up at me, totally satisfied, and I smack him, lightly, across the face, and I put my fingers in his mouth, and he begins to suck those, getting them nice and wet, I take my wet fingers And I lather his hole. I have lube too. So I use some of that as well. And a condom. And I suit up. And I slide in. And me and James Fuck almost violently for the next hour. There's a moment after we finish. It's I mean it's um it's instantaneous. As soon as I come. And he's come. Where as soon as that excitement has drained out of me, quite literally. It's like instant regret, not even regret, it's like the pain never really went anywhere. It was just masked for a second by pleasure. But I hold him for old time's sake and it's nice. But his phone rings and then while he's on the phone, my phone rings, both of us, it's work. Um, I don't know who he's talking to, but I can tell in his voice and the way he's getting up and getting ready that he's about to leave me. And, um, the person who's coming is, uh, Katie, who is my, one of my front desk workers. I think I've mentioned her before. She is a kid. Um, I actually promoted her to, um, um, what do you call it? Front desk lead. She's my front desk lead now. Um, which is great because she's full-time and she gets of course benefits and she gets um, child care she has free access to child care um, our company's child care which is super super fantastic and works out with her schedule but anyway she calls and there's an issue at the club um, nothing that nothing that I can't handle over the phone which is cool um, and before she hangs up she says hey I just want to let you know personally. No matter what anybody else says. I know you didn't do it. Now, several things run through my mind. No matter what everybody else says. Means that everybody is talking about it. Which of course, I made a big scene yesterday. Even if they didn't know prior. They know now. That one's on me. Um, but the other thing is just how good and validating it feels. To know, to maybe know that maybe my character isn't compromised, at least in the eyes of some. Maybe it shouldn't matter to me that much, but it does. It matters. So... I thank her, and I hold back tears as I thank her, and then we hang up, James has barely got his clothes back on as he's rushing out the door, off to save the world I guess, and he looks back at me and he says, thank you, and I just nod and I say, thank you, He smiles and he leaves. But I I have to admit, there's something, there's an emptiness this time where just like, just like with Adam, long time ago, my first hookup, like ever, I don't want to become this. Junior's right. Whatever I'm dealing with, I have to, I have to figure it out. Otherwise, I will become this. I don't want sex to be a drug. I am butt naked in my living room on my computer getting back to doing a little bit of work and (laughs) it's gotta be like five minutes after James leaves. I haven't even lost my erection fully yet. And my phone lights up, and I look at it, and it's Officer Jacobs. He's like, hey, I'm on lunch. What are you doing? And I text him back. I say nothing. And He's like, can I come over? I'm just like, uh, I look down at my dick, and I kid you not, it, like, nods in agreement. Yes? so i text them back and i'm like come over and i text them my address <sighs> round two i guess hello and thank you so much for listening um a couple of things i'm i'm, I'm really excited about this playlist so i started a playlist for um, the podcast on Spotify. If you have Spotify, I mean, it's free if you want to download Spotify if you don't have it. Um, but I just made a playlist, songs that remind me of um, the characters and the stories. And I am totally open to suggestions. I have like maybe 35, 36 maybe something like that song so far and we could use a lot more and if there's you know if you're listening you're like oh this reminds me of this song or if you have anything where you want to contribute a song to the playlist email me or however you reach out to me um email me or whatever and let me know But also when you let me know I'm really curious as to know Why you chose the song Maybe for this character Or this situation Or whatever um, I think that'd be really fun And of course The playlist is free to listen to um, Yeah I'm really excited to hear What your suggestions are It's The playlist is the name of the podcast So Mr. Brooks Locker Room Confessions The official playlist um, And then it should pop up I tried putting a link in But apparently The link was not um, Clickable <laughs> um so anyway yeah i would be very excited to hear what your song suggestions are also too you can support the podcast if you so choose link is in the description of the podcast and in each episode because that's how anchor does it i'm really trying to ramp up um the production of my episodes especially because you know there was such a long period of time before i posted the last episode because i broke well i i didn't break but my um equipment decided that it didn't want to work anymore. So, um, I had to get that fixed and that was, that caused a little bit of, of delay in production. Um, but let's get back to it. Thank you again so much for listening. Have a great one.